Jimmy, fire it up, buddy. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, fire hey, it up. Cue the music. Let's go. All right, Jimmy, you're fired. Dude, again. Yes, again. If things start shaking, it's because a tornado is coming But through. we don't stop recording because a tornado is hitting. No, we just keep Dude, plugging along. That's no. what we do best. We the- don't. No quit in this team right here. No quit. <sighs> we dogs. I have a headache and I'm still pumped up. <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know you've had too many headaches in your life. Dude. Every time I sit down, I like feel a sharp feeling in my pocket or back leg right here, and it's because I got these screws, and it's because of all these damn house oh, projects. Yeah. Like, look, it's these things. Dude. I got like these all laying around the house. Yep. It's a sign that these there's nice always work to be done. These are nice wood screws. They are very nice. Fun fact, if you are trying to build stuff, I recommend, and I learned this from the person that built my, my fence, use screws because... When you need to replace boards, because you'll have to replace the boards, or yeah. someone will have to replace the boards, it's a lot easier to yeah, do back that them out. when you go bzz, bzz, versus you know bang 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 and you split things. It's just it's a headache. I'm not a I'm not a much of a nail person though. So yeah, neither am I. I'm much of a Murphy person. Yeah, dog, you're a Murph. Cole finished his first Murph challenge, folks. And for those that have no idea what the hell that is, it is a very, very intense workout that is not easy for many folks to accomplish. And that requires running a one-mile jog, run, go at your own pace, 300 body squats, 200 push-ups and 100 pull-ups followed by another one mile run to top it off all while wearing a 20 pound vest if you so choose it was brutal i didn't wear the 20 pound vest for the whole thing because i was like i just want to get through this and going into it hayden you know i was like i I texted him like this is gonna be brutal this is gonna be tough i was like i'm gonna finish it but i'm not doing it for time i'm not doing it for competition I just I, I'm gonna make myself finish it, and it's funny how like you get into that. I got to this one point in the workout where I was like I was like trying to keep track of my push-ups, pull-ups, and, and squats. Right, and I'm like, damn, I got 150 squats done. And I've done 110 push-ups and 35 pull-ups, and I'm like, shoot, I'm like I'm literally <laughs> just like halfway there, and I've still got a mile. And that's when you just like for me, it was funny because we were talking about this on Friday. But everybody gets motivated by different things. But for me, I'm, my brain does not do what I, – I can't fight this internal battle of, like, it's not tough. Some people go, oh, I just tell myself it's not tough. For me, I just have to, like, accept that something sucks or something's hard and then be okay with that. So I'm, like, in my head, I'm going, like, I'm like this is brutal. And Hayden's like, you got this. And I'm like, I know I got this. I'm just saying it's, it's brutal. Like, I'm being honest with myself. Like, those last five pull-ups you got me on Instagram – literally i'm like i'm like i'm i was about to throw up okay <laughs> i was nauseous i'm like but i'm not gonna not finish so it was awesome as it's nick, not great as nick bear would say who is the founder of bpn i'm a big follower of him remarkable guy embrace the suck that's what you dude, did embrace be okay with something being shitty because you know the outcome's gonna be great mm-hmm. like after we finish that i'm like I'm surprised I could still do that. <laughs> you were like, hell yeah, that wasn't that bad. I'm like, Sign me up again. Oh, no, we're doing every Friday. And that's why Cole texted me later this week and saying, dude, I'm going back at it next Friday. I'm trying to break my record, and you'll get there. 
I want What's your PR that you're trying to go for? I think I said 55, right? 55. So under under 55, 55, which is really good. With with a vest on the entire time. You so, got that. So I cuz I did the first I did the vest for the first mile, took it off. <laughs> but by the end of the summer, I want to be do sub 55 with the vest on the entire time, which I think I can crush that. I'm going to need some water. I'm dying. Are you okay? Dude, go get some <laughs> I might, water. I might die. It's okay. My wife's... It's all that wood cutting. My wife's texting... This is the first wife. time I'm stepping off the air. Dude, well, I'll hold it down for you. So, guys, let me tell you about my horoscope for the day. No, I don't have one, but I'm feeling absolutely fantastic. I'm sitting here lonely by myself, but today... I'm gonna I'm gonna open up while Hayden's out here. Welcome to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. We are super stoked to be here. My partner is MIA currently, but we will be diving into this is a pretty exciting topic for me, and honestly, not not super exciting initially, but I got into it. Is we're gonna talk about Apple and some of the stuff Apple the company's been doing lately. And Hayden talked me into looking up WWDC, which I still forget what that stands for. Hayden, thanks for joining us. Um, I'm alive. But I watched. I was talking about the the Apple, and we're going to dive into just kind of dissecting Apple and some of the stuff they're doing. Ah, uh, yeah. And I can't remember what WWDC stands for. But the first thing I want to ask is, do you remember what that stands for? I think it stands for. Um, I think I'm wrong, but I'm going to say it anyways. Worldwide Developer Conference. Yeah, I think but you're it's Apple specific, so I don't know why it'd be world. I I don't know. It, well, I think the gist of it was, and this is what gets me. This is what gets me really excited to talk about it. Is the gist of it is, you know, Apple's taking the time to educate on new products, new integrations, new updates for their software and different things like their Mac OS, their uh, you know iOS for iPhones, their. Um, uh, what's it called? iPad, iOS is what they're called. Mm-hmm. But they've also got a lot of like tools and development things that they've been working on to make it easier for other companies to be a part of the Apple community, which was really cool because they're kind of talking about different features they've done for you know maps or different features they're doing for Apple Pay or different features they're doing for messaging or lock screen. And the way they lay it out and the way they talk about it, it's – What's really neat about that whole thing is that Apple as a company has figured out that the best way to grow and to keep engagement is by making it super easy for everybody that wants to use their platform to be able to like talk to each other and add to it, right? We're going to do this specifically so you as a developer or you as another company can, can integrate with it and make it easier for your life. One example was Maps, like you know Bird, the scooter company. They're using Maps to basically... Give Bird the ability to integrate with that so you can get more um, specific locations for their scooters, more more specific like ride times, more all types of stuff. And it's just very, very, very unique. So it was a really cool thing. Yeah, I, I think Apple is one of the most fascinating, if not the most fascinating company in the world for a lot of different reasons. Um, you did a little bit more homework than I did watching a lot of the conference by the way, I believe it's available for anyone to go out and watch. You don't have to like pay for a no, subscription. No, just go to you? like you can watch the keynote and then you can watch like the full. It's like an hour and forty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, yeah. Is it is it a little? It sounds really bland and boring if when you when you say hey go watch Apple talk about all its software, but it's actually really really interesting. 
And especially because you're like, okay, I could use this stuff. Like a lot of the integrations and, and different things they're doing, they're talking about how as a developer you can add to that and you can build off of it. But also as a user, what we're going to get. Like iOS 16 is the latest update coming. All the different stuff that's going to bring to us. Yeah, it's it's super fascinating hearing all of the stuff that's in the pipelines there. And this touches well on what we were talking about on the previous episode with just product management and delivering value and trying to iterate on your products or your services. And Apple has that down to a science where they know that this product that they're rolling out is going to be maybe not perfect right away, but they're going to continue to have it mature and get better over time. A lot of people like the Apple ecosystem. Cole is actually stepping out now. This is the first time where we've had to go solo. I hope everything's all right. I think everything's just fine. But anyways, what I'm getting at with this is Apple, again, is extremely good at recognizing the value that they want to put forth for their customers and essentially... They are also really good at researching and listening to what their customers want. I actually started a very small podcast back in 2020, um, into 2021, and it was just me doing it. And basically, the main theme of that show was dissecting companies and their ideas. And one of the ideas that I had mentioned which this isn't anything really new because some companies have done this with their social networking, but the ability to edit text messaging. I was like, come on now. Everyone wants this feature. People want the ability to go back and edit a text, whether it's an embarrassing text that you sent late at night after a long night out or whatever it might be. Let's allow people to go edit their text messaging. So instead of me rambling on about all this stuff that Apple presented in iOS 16, I did want to share like the biggest thing that I'm surprised that is coming finally and just super excited about, and that's the ability to edit text messaging. Did you see that feature? That's going to be so badass. And I was just mentioning that I predicted this. I shouldn't say predicted, but I was talking about would you say Nostradamus? Nah. <laughs> good, good, one, good one. But on my previous podcast where it was just me, I think uh, I shared a little bit about that with you, but I basically talk primarily about like companies and recommendations for what they should do um, with building additional products or enhancements, which taps into my product management background. And I called out the ability to edit text messages. And this was well over really? like a year ago. And again, I'm not the first to say it. So I'm like, so happy that this is finally coming Uh, the only thing i'm interested to see is like okay like so basically what you can go back and uh, even if it's been delivered because you know like you watch and like especially if you don't make apple to apple right Uh like it's the iMessage yeah you can get delivered you can still go back and like okay i didn't really want to say that they haven't like i don't think they've read it yet yeah and you can change it it's super it's super kill now have you used microsoft teams Yes. You can edit on Microsoft Teams. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Well, I don't, and it I don't tells use you it that re- the post has been... I don't use it regularly. Uh, I mean, I, that's basically 90% of my communication. I, I, I wouldn't say that high, but it's definitely more than 50%. I don't do it. Another thing they're adding, the, the messages, though, which you'll, you'll love, too, which I am more excited about this than, than that part of it, editing, mm-hmm. 
is marking unread. You know you can go to emails and you get an email and you're like, okay, I want to address this, but I don't have time right now. Like typically you archive it or something or flag it. I always mark it as unread, move it to a folder and leave it in the folder. Then I can come back to it. And okay, okay, if I have, I'm really obsessive with emails. Like I get to them right away when I see them. So if I have can't get to it or I don't, I'll mark it as unread. Well, on your messages now, you can go back and mark a message as unread or a group as unread. So it's just like your emails almost. That way you're not forgetting about responding to somebody or something like that, which I really like that. Heck yeah. Wow, man. It's really coming down. We are sitting in the middle of a tornado right now, folks. So if we end up uh, getting picked up and carried away, it was nice knowing you guys. Yeah, Amanda just texted me. Sorry, I'm, I'm going off key. She's like, they, they were like leaving to go to the stables. I was going to be in here afterwards. I'm like, don't go. We're rescheduling. And they're sitting in a Target parking lot. Yeah, because it's so bad. Yeah. yeah. Is everything all right? Yeah, they're fine. Okay, yeah. good. But it's good, just, good. it's brutal outside. I thought you were uh, speaking with one of our sponsors, securing another deal. Dude, they're literally, they're flowing in so fast, we can't keep track. Dude, when it rains, it pours, We're right? Literally, and that's literally, literally, literally what's happening, man. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I would say, like, the whole idea of, of the conference and stuff, I mean, it's, it's super interesting. It sparks a lot of interest for me and this is kind of what i want to dive in with you hayden on that was cool but what was cooler to me is just talking like thinking about apple in general Mm -hmm. like how has apple become and i know this is such a hot topic everybody wants to debate it right apple and they're the most valuable company in the world like they've been valued at what like three trillion dollars or something 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 crazy and the question like why do they continue to be so valuable and I think there's a, a, a lot of different facets of that. But I'm going to go one route I think is a big part of it mm-hmm. is the the fact that Apple built a such a simple user interface, right? Something that you could touch, you could feel, you could easily navigate, right? The App Store. I mean, they, they invented the App Store. Like, that wasn't a thing. Now everybody wants an App Store, right? You go to anybody that's building a product or anything, they want to make sure that you can, you're available on the App Store. So they started all that. And part of that was to give users the ability to interact with brands or products they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And what I think has been really cool, and even just watching this conference and how much effort they put into that, is that they're not just about, you know, doing, providing a service for a monetary fee, but they're all about, like, bringing people together. I truly believe this about Apple, is they want to have a community of people invested in their products and services and their platforms so that it genuinely makes people's lives easier. The more input they can get from all different spectrums on what they're doing and what they're putting out there, the better they can service their customers. And that is literally the key fundamental to building a successful business and a successful – anything successful is like getting input and trying to use it. And what they're trying to do is give enough people different avenues so you give input and build upon it. They're not only like, hey, we're Apple, we do it all. They're like, hey, we're Apple, but here's where you developers can come build on our platform so that other people can use it and other people can do stuff with it. And I think that community, like the Apple community, is just – they mentioned like they have 34 million developers, like Apple developers in their community right now that can talk to each other, that can interact and build. And I think that's just – that's what that really stuck out to me is why is Apple Apple, and it's, and it's beca- and why they continue to have success. They do make great products, they do have awesome tech, but they do a great wet job of legitimately taking pieces from all over the place and bringing them together 
and making it easier to be a community. Yeah, I would agree with all of that in my take on why Apple is one of the best, if not the best, is because of their ecosystem, which goes back to the technology. Um, And it taps into community too. In terms of all their products and their services, it's a seamless experience their ecosystem of products where you've got their Apple Watch, I'm wearing one right here, you got the Apple phone, like it all integrates and it's so easy, it's mm-hmm. simple. And that's why customers want their products because it's easy to use. If you're out on a run and you don't happen to have your iPhone but you have your watch, you can still be connected to people if you choose to do so. Um, if you want to be multitasking and doing design work on a desktop computer, or I should say an iMac, you're able to get your text messages right there up on your, your computer. Again, it's that seamless ecosystem. They're really good at that. The other thing that they're really good about that I don't know if a lot of us recognize is just the power of storytelling. Mm-hmm. They are some of the best in the world to do it. Now, every every once in a while their their stories kind of flop in my opinion but or at least their commercials do but they are so good at hitting home on the emotional aspects of things and that's why people buy certain products at the end of the day let's be honest we're all emotional creatures we want the brand recognition a lot of people do Mm -hmm. i should say we want to be associated with a certain product because it provides a certain feeling, whether that's a feeling of being, you know, I'm going to come out and say it, wealthy, or it's a feeling of uh, being super private with your technology because Apple is probably one of the best, again, if not the best in terms of how they keep their stuff Mm -hmm. on lockdown and you want your data protected. Again, highlighting different aspects for why you resonate with a certain product. And it all goes back to the power of storytelling. And that's why in these developer conferences, it's so fascinating to watch how they present their updates. And that's the other thing I wanted to dive into especially if you are someone that's trying to be an aspiring public speaker or just in your day-to-day job, like you have to do public speaking. Like I've been in so many, and let me raise my hand and use myself as an example, where you build like a PowerPoint presentation and you kind of just run through the deck and you read off of it. Anyone can read the PowerPoint slides, but what Apple is really good at doing is focusing on the main presenter, and that's where people like fully resonate and buy into their story. Mm-hmm. They'll have a slide or a visual here and there, but it's not just, here's 50 slides, no, let's go so, run. They're so good with that. Exactly. So good with that. I would, I would add to the, you, you know, my, my take on, you know, the... You're talking about the uh, when people buy stuff like brand recognition or having a uh, gaining a certain status, mm-hmm. and here's where I think they've also been like super brilliant with the storytelling, is that you do get that with Apple, but you also like you don't feel I don't know I don't know the word to describe it like it's such an integral part of like your everyday life that it's it's not just because of the brand it's also like that been useful. Like you know what I'm saying? It's it's the coupling of both. I think both worlds is that you get like I got Apple products which are high end, which are sleek, which are easy to use, which have that that flair, right? You ever go to an Apple store and you're like, man, this is bougie, this is nice, right? It's clean, it's it's well put together, and Apple does a great job of like instilling that, hey, we've got a really beautiful high end product 
that's also use useful for everybody mm-hmm. like low uh, you know lower class middle class high class wherever you're at they appeal to that because of what they can do with the technology they've got that's why i love it on the flip side just because we've been hyping Apple up so much. Yeah. Apple, I mean, we, we, we both like Apple. That's because like they want to sponsor us. That's why. <laughs> well, yeah. Apple, give us a call. we got some great ideas for you. What opportunities, and maybe I can lead, um, I'll put myself on the spot, but do you see any opportunities? I'm being careful with how I choose my words here for Apple in terms of things that they could work on. That's such a loaded question. So you go ahead and answer that. Yeah, I was hoping you would take a stab at it because that's what you're good at doing and it gives me time to think. So, no, let me <laughs> let me dive in and uh, try to wrestle that question. Like you said, it's, it's a loaded question. I had some specific ideas, again, many, many months ago when I was just doing the podcast solo or my podcast. Um, the one you sold, what, for like two or three million? Two or three million Bitcoin. <laughs> That'd be a great deal. Yeah, you do the math on that. Uh, but anyhow, I, I think Apple has room to grow with their their phones, like the, the hardware. Mm. I think that the form factor of their phones really hasn't changed. And I'm putting this up on screen. Everyone's seen a freaking iPhone. Looked, it's looked the same. <laughs> yeah, it's looked the same ever since Steve Jobs, uh, you know, first unveiled this back in, I think it was like 2005, give or take a year Around or two. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, I think the hardware can do a, an upgrade. You're a just refresh. thinking like different styles or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... There are other phones, such as Samsung. I used to have a Samsung. I've gone back and forth between Android and Apple. Again, I'm a tech nerd. I'm a geek. I enjoy it all. And that's why I'd like to try to learn both operating systems Mm -hmm. uh, because there are pros and cons. It's so easy to say, oh, yeah, Apple's the best. It's like, cool, have you ever had an Android? Well, I get, and then there's I, people and that I can't say make no, an argument right, I have it. Right, and there's people that say, oh, Android's the best because it's X, Y, Z, and then it's like, oh, have you ever had an Apple phone? Like, that's why I try to, you know, try recognize to You try both. to test, test yeah. them both a little bit. Yeah, 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 but what I'm getting at is Samsung has the foldable phones. I think that is awesome mm-hmm. because then you have basically a tablet. Right, you're talking about the ones that like they fold open and they've got like the, like, the, the mirror screen, basically. Yeah, well, I don't want a mirror screen, no, but, uh, but they have like the the big screen. I know correct, you're yeah, yeah, correct. And I like the ones that not only open up like a, I guess that's like a burrito, but I like the ones that open up like an old uh, flip phone too. Yeah, I miss those. And I think there's something to be said about that. I think Apple's probably working on those. It's just going to be a few years out because when Apple does something, they want to be the best they don't care if they're necessarily first to market they just want to be the best with not only the hardware but the software um primarily the software but they do have good hardware too uh so i think the form factor on these phones could change i think they could also dabble into some additional products and that's where and maybe they mentioned this because you again did a little bit more homework did they mention anything about the apple cars or anything like that I didn't finish it. You didn't finish it. Okay. No, I don't think they were. I, I don't. From what I could tell, though, I don't. They, that wasn't something that seemed like they were going to bring up. They were talking about more about software developers. Sure. And iOS 16 was like one of the big, big points there. Right. Okay. 
Yeah, but I, I think there's room for them to get involved in car technology oh, or yes. software, which, again, I'm not saying anything new, but I, I think they're not only doing technology or software for cars, but I think they're actually building a car as well. Well, that hardware. would make sense for somebody like them. Yeah, it, you're right, but at the same time, maybe they should just double down on what they excel at, and that is software. Right. Well, and here's another thing, too. Just to think about, and this is totally kind of my thought went here. You know Apple TV? Mm-hmm. Is there an Apple TV? Like an actual TV that's an Apple TV? No, but why Why would you want a, a physical Apple TV? Why not? You got everything else. Instead of having to buy a little Apple TV. I lock, could care less about the TV. To me, it's the software. That's my take. Yeah, but it'd be integrated. Maybe it'd have inter- different integrations. Like maybe you could have your Apple TV, but it's like your Apple Home all included in one. I don't mm-hmm. know. All right, I'm yeah. just throwing ideas out there. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't know. If, I didn't know if anything else they could approve. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's another thing that goes. Hey, back. Apple, you guys need a TV that's <laughs> that's not just a box. Here's the other idea, which goes back to form factor. It'd be cool if you could literally have a single device. Uh-huh. Again, this is personal preference, but a single device that is able to, it's like building Legos. This is just how my brain works, and it goes back to the early days of me growing up and just tinkering around with literally Legos. You're a tinkerer, yeah. Yeah, I'm a tinkerer of sorts. Yeah, you are, 100%. <laughs> Keep going. And basically, it starts with something as small as the Apple Watch, and it can like build and turn into then your phone, then like a na- tablet. Are you about nanotechnology, kind of. No, 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 no. There, and this is like me combining ideas or things that I've seen out there. I think it was. I don't think it was Google, but basically, it was a phone where it was like building Legos. Okay. And you could grab pieces and turn it into like a, the phone that you want. But what I'm saying is taking that a step further and you have, okay, your Apple Watch when you just want it to be your Apple Watch. And then you it's an add-on that then turns oh, you into get, your phone yeah, and then you, you get, flip it open and then it becomes the iPad. Like it's it's a lot to process. I'm doing a terrible job of explaining it. But like in my mind, if there was like one like physical piece of hardware that you could then adapt. add Basically to it. Adapt. Yeah, like a transformer like, right, or something. Right, you could buy, buy, a, buy a kit that's like, you know, has five different functions, right? It can become an iPad. It can become a TV. It can become – you can take a piece off of it and use it as – and put it in a little holder on your on your wrist. Mm-hmm. Or you could take five pieces of it and that's your cell phone, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. And I've also seen prototypes of your phone or even your iPad becoming like the screen on your laptop – this becoming then like the touch screen or the keypad. I mean, I don't know. Whether or not that's actually worth doing, like what does that actually serve? I mean, it sounds awesome. Though. Yeah, it, it does. It's kind of cool. The other thing that Apple is, I think, re-evaluating is, well, I guess it wasn't really Apple, but it was Google that shut down the eyeglass. Well, Apple is called eyeglasses, I think, or it sounds right. Google had like the Google glasses like yeah. 10 years ago and they were way too advanced or ahead of their time. Like people just weren't interested in that right. at the time, but there's going to be a point in time where we're wearing like glasses and you're able to basically get content or whatever mm-hmm. the hell you're looking for in real time. Like we're going to be part cyborg, which is kind of scary. And some <laughs> people would already argue we're kind of already there because we're freaking attached to these things. It's like we got a chain and these things are always on us, but, uh, 
yeah, the eyeglasses would be pretty fascinating. And I've also seen prototypes. This is just me nerding out right now where you'll literally put a contact lens in and you'll never know. And you'll be, it's like augmented reality where you're going to be able to say or you could like see. Watch, you could like have, uh, have it on and be watching a movie, right, basically? If you wanted to do that, yeah. Or something that's more practical. You know, you could wake up I, in the I mean, morning and it's going to gonna read. Well, yeah, you're right. To each their own. Jesus. It's going to read the temperature and the weather outside. So, like, you don't even have to, like, worry about. But Or what if it could, like, diagnose, like, your car troubles or something? Like, you could put it in and say, hey, like, you know, I've got a 2014 Chevrolet Malibu. Yeah. Diagnose my car. And all of a sudden, it's going to go. Okay, here's the analytics. Like you know, uh, you know, you scan the car, so you just look through the car, and it tells you exactly what's wrong with it. Yeah, I, I, that that could happen. I think that's a little bit further out, but yeah, no, that's that's another sweet, specific though. example or use case where I do get a little bit concerned, though, is at the point where technology just we become too reliant on it, so we don't use certain parts of our brain. Like, let's use the weather example. Which I wish I had a better one. Where that's, yeah, it's a, <laughs> overused. Oh, no, 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 no! It's not I'm overused. <laughs> you got me all flustered over here. I'm like, what are you talking about? But basically, again, you were using this hypothetical here, whether it's glasses or like a contact lens, and you're able to see like the the weather out there. But like, you forget how to like go out and read like a thermometer or like look up weather on your phone because you know the technology is just already given to you does that make sense Dude, there's so many things in life that are already like that right you know what i'm saying like there's so many things in life that we have even now and i can't think of like some good examples but even with my siblings we'll be talking about something and i'm only like what eight seven and eight years older than my younger siblings and there's stuff that like they'll ask me about and i'll be like yeah this is all you need and they're like what they don't even know like and this is mostly happened with like tools or stuff like that. They're just like they've never used it. They don't even know what it is. And I'm just like, like, oh, I use you know, I use my phone for that or stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, man, where are we going? And that's it's. And, but and, but for me, then I take that seat of like, you know, it's just a different different day and age. But yeah. I, at what point, to your point, when does it be all of a sudden become a detriment? Because there's things that like are useful now or like we can rely on that we don't need to know stuff. Yep. But then at what point does it start like shifting the way our brains work because there's stuff that we should be using, you know, this part of our brain to do, but now we're not. And now we're not stretching that muscle as much. And now we're not, you know what I mean? And now we're robots. And now Elon Musk has taken over the world. We've all got chips in the back of our head. Yeah, I'm I mean, not dude, that's, that we're, we're 10 steps away from that. Okay. Yeah, maybe even closer than yeah. 10 steps away. We're going to start sounding like Andy on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, an example that I just thought of while you were mentioning that is, te- uh, yeah, texting. Or I think, and I've caught myself where I'm so lazy at times. I'm not lazy. We can both agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to correct Zing, myself. I, like, little, I ain't perfect. I'm not super I human. I'm trying to be. get you <laughs> Basically, I don't want to finish my train of thought, so I let Google or Apple do it for me. There's going to be a point where too many people are doing that, where like they don't even know how to articulate or form their sentences, and that might be a little too extreme, but even better is, okay, I don't know how to spell this word, so instead of me even trying to use that brain power to spell a word, I'm just going to be so reliant on you know, technology to spell words for me. So at what point do you begin to forget how to like write? That's deep. I know it's it's crazy, That's but deep. like 
there is a point in time where you can become too reliant and it goes back to you. You described it well, where you're not flexing or strengthening that muscle and that muscle will deteriorate over time. And that's like a scary example of me recognizing, okay, like I need to be careful. Like if, especially if you're always like using technology to like type and text, like that's why I still try to do handwritten stuff. Mm-hmm. Like let's use cursor for example. I was thinking the siblings same. don't even know what that really oh, is. I was literally thinking cursive. Yeah. I'm thinking, dude, when's the last time like you wrote in cursive? But like that used to be a really important like thing to know. Like knowing cursive, you write your letters in cursive, right? Yeah. Like you, when you write a note to somebody, you send a letter in the mail, you do it in cursive because that's like. The, and now it's like, let me just see how fast I can scribble this. Yeah. And like, I mean, and. Is our handwriting getting worse because of it? I bet. Yeah. I mean, let me ask you this. Do you prefer a handwritten letter or a email or a text? Preference-wise? And maybe you don't care. Let me let me give a better example. I didn't grow up Let's, in the I didn't grow up in the day and age where um emails and texts were like when I was younger, I was always made to like write thank you notes. Yeah. And like and, and, and do thank you cards and stuff uh-huh. um, for, like, birthday parties and stuff like that. Yep. So for me, whenever I want to get really personal, I want to do, like, a handwritten note. Like, especially, like, because I just – it means – for me, the, it's not so much it, – it's really one key element of that is that nobody wants to write handwritten notes anymore. So the fact that, like, when you do that or when I receive one, I know somebody, like, intentionally, like – went and got a card or something and like opened it up and like wrote down in it. And, and that's huge. Like it's way, that's way harder than just texting somebody or going Siri, text my wife and tell her I'll be home from dinner. Like, cause you can, I mean, they can really do that. Siri will do it all. Well said my friend. Yeah. I, I prefer that route as well. It's so much more meaningful when I receive a handwritten thank you or, or card, whatever the hell it might be versus yeah, something that comes to me in a digital form because, again, who's to say that you didn't just, like, copy something off the internet? It doesn't mean you can't copy something off the internet and then, like, write it down on a card, but as you were mentioning, you're taking that ad- additional energy or action to go out and buy a card and then actually then use your brain power to then write in the card. Again, I'm getting very uh, prescriptive here, but to me, that that's it's a lot more meaningful. I take that to heart more versus just something that came through via text. Not to say that some things that I read online aren't don't don't hit me emotionally, but I would prefer a handwritten message. So uh, heard that, heard that. So next time I do something big, I better be receiving a little card in the mail. Mental, mental note, <laughs> mental. Note. I'll just come spray paint on your door. <laughs> don't do that i'll key it in your car it'll be really special <laughs> i don't want to be the first time I well i think keyed. we've i think we've dissected our thoughts on app i mean apple you can get on so many rabbit holes but i think apple reach out to us we got billion trillion dollar ideas for you literally game changing you think you're big now <laughs> <laughs> no but uh no i i think this was a fun episode Aiden. hell yeah man well, crushing it as always. I, I opened up. You can sign us. Did you? I, I meant to ask earlier on when of course I, I did. Dude, I held it down. Yeah. 
Guys, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. We are releasing on Tuesdays and Fridays. We continue to talk about new and exciting topics. Please let us know if there's anything in particular that you would like us to dive into or anything that we've talked about in the past that you'd like us to dive a little bit deeper into. Again, we have some exciting guests coming on. Cole has an announcement. I was going to say, we will be announcing the winner of these speakers within the next week, so stay tuned. I think we were supposed to announce it actually today. I said that within the next week. But I could Cole have been is extending the giveaway. I'm, I'm going to give you guys one more week. We want one more week. We've had a lot of great participation. We really appreciate everyone uh, turning on in and signing up on instagram but we're giving another week help us hit five thousand followers on instagram this week go get after it if we hit five thousand instagram followers i will give one lucky follower a 55 inch tv Ooh, oh that's big of their choice that's big six hundred dollar maximum though i'm capping it because <laughs> i don't want someone picking out the most ridiculous tv that's 50 grand or something speak like that. it baby speak it all right thank you guys peace